This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Spider-Man, MCU, Indiana Jones, and DCEU nerds out there. I'm Joanna, just coconut oil prayers and genetics, Krupnik. And I'm Brian. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy, Plofsky? And we could not be happier that the entire Spider-Verse came to join us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are headed into a supersized episode. So much to talk about in June. First, we give our instant reactions to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is in theaters now. Next, we head to Central City to chat about The Flash, also in theaters now. Then we swoop to Earth 65 to give you our reactions to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, also in theaters now. And lastly, we give our thoughts on the first two episodes of Secret Invasion on Disney+. Uh, If you want to hear more of our instant reaction episodes, please check out our billions of past ones. Our most recent one was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, There are tons of others. And as always, for our instant movie reactions, as we know, you all don't get to see these movies as fast as we do. However, we are doing this kind of all at once. Um, We will try to chat non-spoilers as we start to talk about the movie. And then we will make it very obvious when we are getting into spoilers um, so we don't ruin anything for you. And you may ask, how can I hear more great episodes of the Nerdverse? Well, be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And of course, you can follow along on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Great. Joanna, we have a lot to talk about for June, like oh a God. ton. And we're, we're not even like talking about all the stuff, but I think we should just start with some uh, some news, some of the biggest news from uh, June. What call is shouting? Yes, and what is the headline news, Brian? I would say that the headline news is that they cast Superman and um, Lois Lane for uh, Superman uh, Legacy, the new DC movie uh, that James Gunn is directing and writing. Um, Did they thoughts? ever? Well, so we have Rachel Brosnahan as Lois, and then I don't uh-huh. even remember the name of the guy who's doing Superman. Who is he and what has uh, he done? David Corn Sweat. And he's mostly known, I believe, for um, – uh, the Politician on Netflix. Oh, which I watched with Carrie Russell. I did not. N- no, wasn't no. that the one? Uh, the Politician oh, wasn't. Was that the one with Ben Platt? Oh, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe I, I watched that too. Yeah, oh, that was that one. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Well, he didn't leave a lasting impression on me, but <laughs> Rachel Brosnahan is great. I mean, I'm you know I'm kind of. I'm a bit mazeled out by her, but I think I think I didn't it's a good finish choice. this last season. I didn't either. I was mazeled yeah. out. Um, I sometimes really like her, and I sometimes am annoyed by her. That's just me. Um, but it's but it's good. I mean, I I'm always going to be sad that Cavill didn't get a chance to really stretch sure. his legs for this. But um, 
you know, this is the nature of comics. We get used to other people. We watch yeah. other stories. So uh, it's funny because in my head, I have 1940s Lois. Like when I think of her in like the 60s, like in Maisel, like all of that. So I'm interested to see kind of like how she can contemporize it, even though like I've mostly seen Rachel Brosnahan in period pieces. Yes. And House of Cards <laughs> as, as a sex worker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Agreed. forgot that she plays that. I, I totally forgot that she's that part. Yeah, yeah, that's where I first saw her for sure, but I totally forgot. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'll be, what, like 85 when this comes out, but I'm excited. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. Um, listen, I love Superman. I'm excited for. Uh, I'm excited to see what James Gunn can do with it and see if he can uh, <clears throat> capture the magic of superman the way that he's captured the magic of like he's captured so much of the magic of like side characters i'm interested to see if he can actually capture the magic of like one of the tentpole characters of dc agreed that's yeah big cake to fill we'll see (laughs) yeah well so that's some big spandex to fill um and then a trailer dropped this year uh, this month excuse me and this year but this month that uh your uh you're very interested oh, in Oh, Dune 2, new trailer. Yeah, the, so the Dune True 2 True. The Dune 2 trailer has been out say for that, a bit. Say that five times Dune fast. True to Dune 2, Dune 2. Trailer has been out for a while. Um, but there's a new version, which in my opinion, now granted, I was watching YouTube TV and it came on as the entire ad segment, so it was very long. And you know me, I'm starting to get really antsy when I see these long trailers because I'm convinced it's all of the movie, even though I know what happens in second part mm-hmm. of Dune because I read the book. So I can tell like, oh, a lot of this is right at the beginning of where they left off. But mm-hmm. still, I'm like, stop showing me so much. And to be honest, sometimes I think that the movies that do that are not going to live up to my expectations. So I'm a little nervous sure. but the trailer... The original trailer that's been playing before the movies that we've been seeing this month is awesome mm. enough. I didn't need a second yeah. one. Um, yeah, I I think I liked the second one a little. I didn't need a second one. You're right. I didn't need a second one. I, what I need to do is rewatch the first one because I don't remember anything that happens except for he stuck his hand in a box. <laughs> oh, God. I know, I know that you don't remember anything. And, yes, you should rewatch that. Just do I, I it right will. before. Like, do it now. Yeah, no, totally. I'll do it right before that movie comes out. That'll be totally fine. Um, yeah. Just like we're rewatching all the um, – uh, Mission Impossible movies before Dead Reckoning Part 1 comes out. Ooh, can't wait. Yeah, I'm interested to see those again and see what if I my ranking has changed over the years. Like yeah. 2 is far below everything else. Um but uh, maybe it's better in with age, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. It just it's, now it's almost nostalgic. Now it's getting to that yeah, point, that's so fair. we'll see. Mhm. Um but yeah, I I'm I'm looking forward to rewatching Dune. Great. That's all I can hope for for you. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, cool. So let's let's hop into Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week and first, we are headed into the Indiana Jones sector of the Nerdverse, never before visited. 
Yeah, never before visited. I'm super excited to talk about this. Um, so we're going to give our passports for every sector before we talk about each movie. Um, so we'll be going in and out of the Nerdverse um, customs throughout this episode. But our first stop is Indiana Jones, as uh, Joanna has said. And Joanna, how many stamps do you have? Tell me a little bit about your your history, your, your growing up, your relationship with uh, Indiana Jones. Um, have seen all the movies, uh, including, uh, well, a few of them many times. Um, I would say, and I don't think I saw one, I don't think I saw them out of order. I think I was first introduced to, um, Raiders and then so on and so forth. I might've, I might've gone back to see the third, to see, um, Last Crusade a little bit later in life, mm-hmm. but I definitely saw Raiders first, um, and Temple of Doom, I think, second. Um, mm-hmm. I love Indiana Jones so much. So, so much. Uh, Raiders is big for me. Raiders, I that's personally my favorite. I know mm-hmm. I know people have their own rankings. Um, I don't consider myself a total aficionado. Like, I never dressed up as Indy or anything. But mm-hmm. um, as much as I could for a young uh relatively girly girl i loved indiana jones and enough that i get the references in this installment sure um and i and i return and i recognize some past characters so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was so i guess i don't know i i you're probably higher so i'm gonna i'm gonna be modest and give myself like seven uh bags of sand okay sure sure um and Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies of all time. I remember going to Suncoast Videos and buying buying it, or I rented it from Blockbuster. I remember watching it for the first time and being like, like it just like I was like, this is amazing, like like this is incredible, like the ending, yeah. everything about it was amazing, and I've seen that a million times. I have the poster. I have I just and love you Indiana love Nazis. Jones. Yeah, I love I love watching <laughs> them get obliterated off the face yes. of the planet. Um, I love uh, Temple of Doom. I think Temple of Doom is super fun. Um, Temple of Doom is a horror movie at its heart in some ways. Um, Temple of Doom is great, and I understand why people don't really dig Temple of Doom. Um, it's also v- it's more racist than the other ones. Mm. Um, uh, I love Last Crusade, especially because I was huge into James Bond. I love James Bond, and. Um, you know, knowing that Steven Spielberg wanted to direct a James Bond movie and George Lucas was like, hey, I've got this character. Do you want to direct these in this movie? Like and then a lot of casting in the Indiana Jones movies is a lot of people who are in Bond movies, obviously highlighted by the fact that Sean Connery plays his father. And um, and I love Last Crusade. I, I mean, it just I just love these movies. So before Crystal Skull came out, I was at a 10. I had seen each one of those movies a million times. I knew every character, every actor. I knew every single like Easter egg. Like I know where um, R2-D2 and C-3PO are in the movie. Like I know that um, uh, like all the, all the stupid dumb stuff, how they did all of the special effects in those movies that they actually wanted the mine car chase and Raiders, but I got pushed to Temple of Doom. Like, like all of that wild stuff. Um, I just love it so, so much. Um, 
And then Crystal Skull came out, and I was wildly disappointed. I've only seen that like one and a half times. Like, I, I mean, and I, but I've watched, I've also watched all of the Indiana, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, like the entire TV series on wow. that. So I've seen all that stuff too. So because I, I, because I, I mean, I just love, love these movies and these characters and, and every character, Marion Ravenwood, everybody. Um, I, I, think that i'm at a i'm probably at a nine or yeah, an eight I was and a half say, i think you're probably at a 10 you i don't <laughs> think crystal skull not liking crystal skull though i i just must chime in i don't think crystal skull is as bad as you think um i've seen it many times it's uh-huh. got some some egregious moments and mm-hmm. and choices but i really like it uh so- more than most you do, and here's I, I here's my I just recently like um, I didn't I rewatch the whole thing I just watched pieces of it. The my biggest problem with Crystal Skull overall is I actually think the first maybe half of the movie three fourths of the movie yes. is pretty good yes um, it falls uh, apart towards the end because 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 Indiana Jones is in in deep down in its in a, in its heart is not sci fi. It's mythology, and it's right. and and so th- I'm not even mad about like like what happens at the end of that movie. Like like that movie just fundamentally doesn't understand like what he should be looking for. And of course, like there's a lot of like weird stuff with like the family and the swinging from the trees and like undercutting certain characters and what they mean and whatnot. But like any at the end of the day. The Crystal Skull and Aliens was f- and knowledge and all that was just like fundamentally the wrong thing for him to be chasing. I agree with that. And I think for me, the biggest takeaway was this moment in time where I think people were playing around with the idea of t- passing this mantle on and the fact and like you just you just can't. And I and I think and they play with that at the end where he tries to pick up the hat <laughs> and and he can't. Um, so. Yeah, and this kind of leads in. Well, okay, so you you're this is leading into a thought I have about this new movie. Um, All right, so let's so let's, you yeah we say nine or ten for you for sure. I'm I'm gonna say nine. Um, but let's 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 dive into uh the Dial of Destiny. Um, I want to. Are we gonna are we gonna do? Do we just want to go dive into it completely, or do we want to do a non spoiler? Just give me a sentence of how or two sentences of just like generally how your how your experience was and if you liked it and um overall stuff that isn't technically a spoiler sure i loved this movie i was smiling ear to ear the whole time (laughs) um just seeing him play indiana jones no matter how old he is um with the john williams score um with an actual good sidekick in this movie Mm -hmm. Um, uh, um, what's her name? Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge is spectacular in this movie. He is wonderful in this movie. I think that they made a lot of correct narrative choices that were very satisfying. It never got too silly for me. Even when it gets silly, it didn't get too silly for me. Um, it never, uh, I think it, I think it, for my for my taste, it it um it um threaded the needle of new story and nostalgia very well, and in the end, I think Act Three is going to be very divisive for people. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it worked for me. Um, so I, uh, this is, so if you care about my rankings, we'll do this up front. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark, number one with a bullet. Uh, Crusade, number two. I give them both five stars. I just happen to prefer Raiders. Mm-hmm. Last Crusade, Temple of Doom. Because, listen, they could. this could have been a perfect movie. It doesn't have nostalgia for me because I'm seeing it right now. So, like, it's, it was always going to – the highest it could possibly rank was always going to be number four. But it did. It, it's my number four Indiana Jones movie. And then Crystal Skull is last. Um, but I really had a great time. And I saw a lot of the mixed reviews going in. And I was very hesitant. But it was me, Jamie, Gary Tron, and we had an amazing time um, – uh, we, we we had it was great. We we thumbs up across the board. Lots of plot holes. Lots of stupid stuff. Yeah, like, we'll, you can't look too closely at any Indiana movie. No, no. but I, I, and we'll talk about what didn't work for me in some places. Yeah. But like, had a great time. Loved it. Wish I was there for another six hours watching Indiana Jones do crazy stuff. Agreed. I absolutely love this movie. I had such a good time. I was emotional at some parts. I was I was aware of nostalgia that was being fed to me and I did not care. I sort of just let it wash over me. I thought it ticked all the boxes of what, and you know, this is directed by James Mangold. I think what scared a lot of people was the fact that they premiered this movie at Cannes, which had the most mixed and not great feedback. So the anticipation for this movie getting, getting a negative response, like lowered, I think the excitement and it, um, anticipation around its release so it didn't have it was kind of killed a little bit it's like stunted to start mm-hmm. but i was so i went in kind of like oh gosh i hope this yeah is me too because you really want it to be good and mm-hmm. especially if it's this, if this is the last you know installment i thought it was fabulous and of course there's holes but i think for me this is my third favorite um, Over what you're ranking. I think it's Raiders, Last Crusade, Dial of Destiny. I mean, it's like 4A and B with Temple of Doom and um, and Crystal Skull. I like Crystal Skull actually a lot, but Temple of Doom is original. So it's hard to, you know, pick like young, truly young Harrison Versus his older self. I'm already like missing his younger self because his face is forever emblazoned in my brain um, is mm-hmm. a gorgeous man. So I'm torn, but I, I think Dial of Destiny is like third for me now. It was just so fun. And, and um, this is not a spoiler, but like the third act, yes, will be divisive and it was great. And then it was weird and then it was fine. But like, the other movies, you don't really see the follow through of the mythology. And this one, they really went there. <laughs> so it was kind of like you see, you see the, you know, you know, in the other, other movies, you see like the ghosts and the hauntings and like. Are we, are we going into spoilers now? No, I'm trying not to. I, I was just, I'm trying oh, to say. This I, movie, I, mean, like, I, think you've gone, I think you've gone there. I have. I don't yeah. think so. I just said that they went there. Like, they actually showed the thing. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a spoiler. I also... <laughs> apologies if you all think it is. I'll, I'll back off. Um, I did also think this movie... The de-aging was great. I don't 
think you could ever fool me with his right, face because yeah. I know it totally. so well. But they had so much found footage from past stuff that it yeah. really is remarkable at times how good it yeah. looks. My question there is like, my question there is, do we allow our brains to just like accept it? Like, is it just yeah. not good enough ever? Like, is that reason not to do it? Cause it's just not good enough or perfect. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I had no problem with it. My biggest problem with the de-aging was, um, he still had like an old man body in some shots. I know, which I actually <laughs> appreciate because I'm like, all right, at least it's him. And they yeah, did the face. Uh, because his I, voice I, is is old too at times. Yeah, I'm fine with the stunt man doing it and like him doing the voiceover. In all honesty, well, but and he's alive. I I my issue is like going back to like Cushing for like you know Rogue One. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that is when I start to yes. be like, if this person is deceased, like I have I'm very weirded out. But if if yeah. Harrison's there and he can offer, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah I. I let and my my imagination also like fills the gap the percent that's like wrong. Agreed. Same. So just I'll let myself like go there. Um yeah. anything else to say before we just start spoiling it for those? Uh no, I'm ready to talk spoilers. Okay. This is your spoiler alert for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Go see it. It's so fun. I saw it on IMAX, it was great. Um, but now we will spoil it. Brian. Yeah. Did you know that Karen Allen was going to be in this one? No, I didn't. I didn't either. What a great surprise. No. Yeah. I did not know. I sobbed at the end. <laughs> Me too. Fully cried. <sighs> and and when she says, uh, someone called me and told me Indiana Jones is back. And mm-hmm. then they do the whole scene from Raiders mm-hmm. um, with the kissing. Uh, like the the kissing the places that oh, don't wow. hurt. The elbow and stuff, like I, you know, listen, it got me. And you know what? Some people might say that, like, she was just a tool for him. Like, she had no agency in the script and whatnot. But like, rewatch Raiders. She's a strong, amazing character. But like, she's still the damsel in distress for ninety percent of that movie. So don't at me. But to me, she is the. She is part of the magic that makes the good indie movies. Like I know I people agree. love Crystal Skull, but she, when she's not there, something is missing. And I think she is a. They don't talk. She is. He is the best chemistry with her across yeah, oh, the board far. of any of his other women. Yeah. In most movies, I mean, he is pretty good with Carrie Fisher, but like he Harrison Ford for as being as a hot as he is and incredible as he is. His chemistry with women is not always like whoa. No, no. Away. Agreed. Um, agreed. There are some old movies in like the eighties and nineties where it's good, but it's still not great. But like Karen Allen is up there, so oh yeah, and this movie has it. So <laughs> oh, I, that was great. Yeah, that was. I cried at that part, and I cried, and it wasn't even. And it wasn't like. I liked it because it was more about Indy finding himself again versus. Yeah. Her being like, you're back. Like, we're, right. you know. Well, because what that last moment said to me, if you don't mind me jumping in here for a Please. moment. What that last moment said to me is that he was lying. When, at the earlier in the movie, when um, when Helena Shaw, the um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge character, asks him on the boat what he would do if he was able to go back in time. 
And he says, I would stop my son from enlisting. So for those of you listening who haven't seen it, Mutt, played by Shia LaBeouf in Crystal Skull, is his son from him and Marion. Um, We learn that he enlisted, my assumption is like early Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam, Um, I think. And he is killed. um, And uh, that is kind of what destroys the Marion and... um, indie relationship because we find out that they're separated um uncontested separation and we we start with um indiana jones um talking to uh you know rather in like a depressed stupor he's retiring he has nothing to live for um he does at least at least as he sees it um but in that moment on the boat, he says to her, I would stop my son from enlisting so that he wouldn't die. And how, what would you say to him? I tell him that, you know, um, he's going to die. No, he's going to die. I tell him that his death would bring like true depression and grief to his mother and a, a depression that I couldn't like solve for yeah. her. Inconsolable. I think that's a lie. I think that he never admitted to his depression and grief Absolutely. because at the end she says, is Indiana back. Jones back? Because yeah. he's the one who, dis, um, who, disconnected. who disconnected and he's the one who lost himself in the death of his son. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. She, I'm sure she was grieving and it was terrible, but it seems like he's the one who not only lost his son, but lost his will to live and lost his will. The only thing he didn't even enjoy teaching and his students didn't even enjoy learning from him. He was yelling at the kids playing the, um, the, uh, the Beatles song. He was, you know, he, he the, the moon landing returning was such a good, um, background at the beginning because it shows like the next frontier of man that he's maybe not like you know he's not ready for the next frontier it's also showing the idea that like they may have um paralleling the end of this movie the astronauts went they saw something amazing but they still came back because they had Mm -hmm. people here and things here and that's what we get at the end where he wants to stay and we'll get into this act three but he wants to stay where they go but like Helena brings him back because really the thesis of this movie is it's not the destination. It's the, it's the people you meet along the way. And that's why at the end we have Marion and Sala and the good that he did for Sala's kids and grandkids. Um, You know, we have Helena there, you know, in another world, an adult short round would have been there, but that would have been too distracting in my opinion. Um, But like all that stuff and Marion's the reason he does things. It's her. It's always been her. And, and, and that's why I loved the, ending because he's lying it really was about him being able to cope with who he is and who he's become and what his life is yes and to to the mutt uh aspect this is kind of going off of the conversation we were having uh, about crystal skull to me the best franchises uh i think a lot of star wars when i say this like can wrap their arms around the best and the worst of what there has come before it and make sure. it meaningful. And Mutt is a point of contention for a lot of people. Yes. How dare they bring Shia LaBeouf thinking that he can be the next, no one can be the next Harrison Ford, yada, yada, yada. But to make, to bring, to to talk about him and make his death actually at the crux of a lot of the emotional mm-hmm. center of this movie is awesome. Because yeah. it doesn't erase anything. No. It, it, if anything, it deepens something. <laughs> and and if, gets to erase it. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved, I, yeah. I totally connected to that. I also cried 
when Sala says, what do you say? I miss the desert. I miss the sea. I miss waking up every morning wondering what wonderful adventure the new mm. game will bring to us. Like, that's got me. Yeah. I also... Him back d- was great. Um, So, huge props to James Mangold. He had a really hard job to do. But yeah. James Mangold, if we know anything, James Mangold knows how to direct an IP, a, a super famous IP character <sighs> in the last legs of his life, looking back on all his regrets and weaving in the themes of the movie um, to reflect exactly his growth. Like, yeah. Logan is a perfect X-Men movie and the Wolverine movie. This one, like, is really, really good. Um. And I think that he he did a really good job of knocking out a park. And what I appreciated the most about this movie is there weren't any I'm too old for this shit jokes. The one there were no like, oh, like I'm so old, I can't believe I'm still doing this. Never did he ever say that. The only time that it ever really came up was when he was climbing the um right. the wall in the cave and like and but but I think that but was, it was a real funny because they were hard, they were talking about all the injuries from previous yeah, movies. But yeah. it was also realistic. Like, yes. did I did I believe that he could jump on that bookshelf and knock it down and then like be fine? Like, no. But Look. but that one was fine. Do I believe that he was like he he never fully sprinted anywhere as far as I remember. He jumped on a horse. He, you know what oh I mean? Like God, he didn't so like that stuff was silly too, and I loved it. But like that that's totally fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was very happy that there wasn't like, I'm old. Can't you believe I'm doing this? Like he still had friends in the, in the Mediterranean that he met up with. Like, I just like that. Like anybody who he asked for help would help him no matter what. And there's that wonderful moment, um, after, uh, Helena lies to Mads Mikkelsen about where they find the second half of the dial and Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're driving away in the boat and she's like, on an adrenaline high from what she just did escaping. She's like, I like, this is amazing. Like, let's go find it. And he's like, let's slow down. My friend just was killed. Right. Like my, like, yeah. like he, he, there's a, there's an essence of mortality to him that he maybe didn't have in other movies. Yeah. Um, it's but, a big body um, count. This movie. Oh my God. A huge body count. Like, <laughs> and I'm talking like outside of Nazis, like Nazis kill them all. Like, yeah. but like, but like I was shocked at how many like the CIA yeah. like so many people went down. So many people. No, it was it was I completely agree with everything you said. Um yeah, I, I just think that there's that there's a I don't know, a a beauty in in him finding himself again because that moment in when he's doing the lecture, we I mean you can't help but think about that first movie in Raiders where, I mean, when I think about Raiders, I definitely, and him as a professor, I definitely yeah. think about the girl closing her eyes. Uh, you know, I love yes. you. And like uh-huh. the amount of wrapped that he has his students in. And then to look at something like in this time where he, he doesn't have it anymore. He's lost his mojo. And I love that yeah. James Mangold doesn't, he uses, he gives you the theme with John Williams score all through the opening chase scene in the flashback. But then we do not hear it again for a very long time because he doesn't have his mojo. Those that first 20, 25 minutes or whatever it is like with with Mad with all them de-aged and whatnot. Yeah. Absolutely recaptured a lot of magic that just wasn't like, I just like was very into it. Even with the de-aging, like, listen, it's not perfect, but like I still was fine with it. 
And I like that they did it again to a later indie. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, I, I was nervous that this movie one was, was going to be a better. lot of time travel. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I, I was nervous this movie was going to be a lot of time travel. Me and too. It, and it really wasn't. Like, no. that's, a, that's almost a spoiler, like, well, to, to tell someone that. Because I think I everyone think, thinks that. And, and honestly, that's one of the things that I loved about this movie. That the end wasn't, like... I imagine an end of this movie where they're jumping between like uh, Thor, the dark world where they're jumping through portals yes. and he's young in one and old in another one and going back and forth. And like, you know, I, I, like I'm so happy that even though it was very silly and I, I loved it though, I was on the side of, I liked it. Um, like I'm so happy. It wasn't like jumping between, you know, like, like, like all that stuff, if that makes right. sense. And, and, I, I mean, yeah, I just think it had all the ingredients of a really great Indiana Jones movie. The, the yeah. first two acts, especially, and, you know, you have the animated map. Like, it was it was just great. Um, the, so the third act, uh, also, I love Mads Mikkelsen. Also, the only thing that was a little bit like, well, that was not even me looking too deep, but I thought he'd have, like, a crazy scar. Crazy scar. Yeah. Like, when that happened, the whole theater went, yeah we saw it in dolby that we felt it in our seats yes and we were imax and it was like you don't come back from that i mean you we knew he'd come back from that but i wanted to see what that did because then he'd have that added like and you screwed my body or face up so badly i can't see anymore um, totally. Cause we see that in other kinds of movies like bond movies. He's got a scar, but like, that's but about it. I was it. like, really? We're not even going to say like, yes. And all I have is this, like, what? Thanks yeah. to modern technology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that was weird. But so what are your thoughts on the third act? Um, listen, I think you, time travel. I, I think that for those of you who didn't see it, but are don't care about spoilers, essentially they put the dial of destiny together and it leads them into like a wormhole type of thing. Um, it's a bootstrap that, paradox. It's a bootstrap paradox, and they're able to go back in time, essentially, like in a rift. Um, but the Nazis think that they're going back to 1939, and they're actually going to kill Hitler because they understand all of his mistakes. Because they can do it better. And his, yeah, they basically could be a better Hitler than Hitler and like really win the war. Um, but it turns out that they end up back at the siege of Syracuse where the Romans were trying to um, overtake um, – Syracuse on um, Sicily Um, and uh, long story short they end up there Um, it's wild like Indiana Jones and Helena and all of them are actually in uh, that time period Um, Indiana Jones wants to stay he's like I have nothing to live for back there like this is my whole life like I have been studying this and now I can Mm -hmm. see it Um, and Helena is trying to convince him to not go and Archimedes they find out that Archimedes didn't actually build a time travel device. He only built the like built directions essentially to this rift specifically to bring them yes. there because because they always had to come back there to scare the Romans away, um, which I thought was very clever. Oh, and to teach him that he could make the dial because he already he knew he already had. Yes, that's like exactly. Bootstrap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh. he the saddest part is that Harrison Ford is saying I don't have anything to go back to, and as an audience, we're like. You're right, because if you're not with Karen Allen anymore and you don't have your son and your students don't like you and technology is, you know, you're retired. You're wanted for murder. Right, right. And and your passion, your archaeology, your mythology is now a thing of the past, like more so a relic. 
you almost are like, oh, God, is he going to stay? But then you realize, no, because that screws with time. And luckily, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is there to not let him Punches stay. him with the Indiana Jones punch to him. Uh, and then he wakes up at the end. And she basically calls Sala and Karen Allen to remind him, like, this is why you're here. He's got people, and, right. And, like, after his adventure and his, like, he just gets his mojo back. And, like, that, yeah. and, and that last shot of the hat hanging on the clothesline and then it's closing in on it and before it closes he grabs it back into the house it was fantastic i just thought this movie was wonderful and i get i get that people will think this third act is wildly silly this is so stupid all of that one it's less stupid than the aliens killing you with um with um knowledge two and you mentioned it earlier or you started to um the third one has a has a ghost for a crusade ghost. Like, <laughs> yes. like who are we kidding? The first no. one has like them being ir- everyone melting because right. like ghosts from the, they open the their eyes. arc. Like, like, uh, like I know. the third one has people pulling their hearts out and like stones. Like, give me a freaking break. This was way cooler than that. And also, you know, it and and you know the hubris of of the super Nazi uh, Mads Mikkelsen, like. You know that all of that and forgetting continental drift. I, I don't know. I really, really liked it. I at first I was like, oh my god, we're really going to talk to Archimedes, but it Harrison Ford does some of his best acting in this movie that I've seen in a really long time, and because of his like his moments in that scene, I can't hate that third act because you get Agreed. some real beauty from him. So there. Agreed. The third act to me worked because it was emotionally resonant because it worked for the character. It wasn't just like willy nilly, like, let's do something wild. Yes. And it's Indiana Jones always. He knows more about these things because he takes time to to um, to respect it and to understand what it can do, the good, the bad. He only wants to have it as you know, to be studied and to be in a museum. But of course the villains always want to use it and to abuse it. And this was another version of that. And, um, I just, I just thought it was really, really cool. So at first I was like, Whoa, but you know, the watch and, and Indy noticing that it's, that it's his watch, uh, you know, and that it would be used later, a Mads's watch and all of that. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was totally fine, and I had a, just a great time with this Me movie. too. Um, I have a couple other bullet points to just bring up. Sure. Um, I loved eels being the snakes of this movie. Yes. Yes. Um, that is that is in my outro. That was hilarious. It was great. Got, that's another checkbox. You got to do yep. the snakes. Um, I thought that this movie used great restraint in only using Mads Mikkelsen for certain amounts. I've heard complaints that Mads Mikkelsen should have been in this movie more. But these movies have never been about the villain. The villain is the Nazis or something like that. Um, and this movie was about Indiana Jones. And and I'm so happy that it didn't become like – People's complaints all the time about Batman movies is that the villains take more time than Batman, even though people love the villains. Like this one, it's about Indiana Jones. We got – I want more Indiana Jones. I don't care about the villains, even though Mads was a Mads was hired because people already assume he's a villain. So you don't have to do any work. You know what I mean? And he's, yeah. And I, he's sympathetic at times. I love, yeah. I, I think he's a great, yeah, he's a great, a great villain. Phoebe Walbridge was a great counterpart. And, you know, she has, she has some of the spunk of, of, 
uh, someone like Karen Allen back in the day. Yeah. She also has a lot of the verve that young Indy did. Um, she's not trying to take the place uh, of Indy at all. No. I just think that was a great, um, yeah, a great, great yeah. counterpart for him. Um, some other things. I know it's a little different because of the bootstraps stuff, but like, once again, Indiana Jones, if he just stayed out of it, like they would have never, the, the, the Nazis would have never like figured it all out. Yes. <laughs> um, also like they, they were never going to go back to 1939 anyway. So like right. it never, anyway, so that, that's neither here nor there. Um, um, I was, a, this is such a small, stupid thing, but in every Indiana Jones movie, the Paramount logo mountain turns into something, a mountain. In this oh, one, true. it was the Lucasfilm logo that turned into the lock on the truck that he came out in at the beginning of the movie. I missed the Great. Paramount logo thing, but that, that, but that's, they a, tried. Yeah. that's a nerdy thing. I thought the kid needed more personality. Yeah. Um, kind of throwaway. I he like just that need, he had him. Yeah, he like was good. Young, a young one. Yeah, no, I liked him. Don't get me wrong, but he definitely needed um, more personality. Um, and my biggest, my biggest problem with this movie is that he's still wanted for murder. Nobody cleared his name at the end of this movie. The knots, like the people who did it, aren't even like like alive yeah. anymore like we don't have closure he, on that yeah, yeah he's I, I'm, I'm willing to just like let it go but like he's technically still wanted for murder yeah no agreed i was like oh they're gonna go wash that away and <laughs> yeah. back in um, the past but no but that's my that's 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 some of the stuff on my list anything else on your list for this one no and obviously we went long on this one because it's new fresh and we really liked it um but uh yeah so go see it so next we are moving into the DCEU. Yes. Uh, shall we give our passport stamps for that? Yeah. Um, I have a four. Uh, I will do a four uh, of the very slow. Oh, this what Snickers bar? Does he take a Snickers bar at the beginning? Uh, four Snickers bars. Okay. I have, I give myself a seven on DCEU. Um, I'm going to give myself seven, uh, seven cans of tomatoes. Nice, 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 nice. Um, um, all right. There's no. This is all spoilers. We're not doing a non-spoiler for this. Yeah, it's been out for, for a while, so we're we're more comfortable spoiling this one. Joanna, so, I went first. You go first. Um, you know, I was excited to see it. I had heard Tom Cruise loved it. <laughs> I had heard, <laughs> uh, it was, you know, probably pretty good given all of the controversy around it that it's still being hyped so much. We did not enjoy it very much. I think a lot of surprises were ruined by the trailer. You know I hate that. Sure. Um, imagine if we didn't know Keaton was here. Like, sure. And I know they needed that because that's what got people in the seats. Yeah, absolutely. But could you imagine no, that the surprise awesome. and the thrill? So I was just thinking about the whole time, like, what if this was a surprise to me? What sure. Um, the ADR the the CGI like what I thought the MCU-iness tone to this movie when there was some was probably the best parts of it when it did appear sure. I just don't think Ezra Miller has the charisma to carry this in the way that it needed to mm -hmm. um the Keaton stuff was honestly my favorite I didn't 
I fell for all of it. I, I really enjoyed that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, you know, not a ton of world building for the, for Barry Allen. I mean, they're the, the WB show and we've seen him in the other movie, but like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know any of the fates of any of these characters since James Gunn's taking over. So there's sure. kind of a weirdness there too. Um, and the last thing I'll say was, yeah, I just, I just think it failed to hit like the ultra potential that it could have. I would have liked the Supergirl story. That was cool. I think the weirdest thing for me too, the last thing I will say is that when he is trying to get the alibi for his dad, who was recast, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. as Ron, as uh, Ron I was like, oh, he'll go back in time and lift his head in the video to clear his name. It's like all he has to do, like forget the, you know, all of the tomatoes. And I know he was trying to like save his mom too. Right. But so when that happened and it was supposed to be this like, Oh moment. I was like, yeah, I was wondering why he didn't do that at the beginning. Right. But I'm glad he is. Mm-hmm. So that fact that, and I don't usually see that kind of stuff early on. Um, I'm very slow when I watch movies. So the fact that I was like, why did you not just go and lift his head? And you were faster guys, than the flash. Faster than the flash. Brian, I hate. I hated this movie. <laughs> well, to be to be fair, you did not enjoy it. But I think three weeks or four weeks out, whatever we are now, you hated it. No, let me let me. I did not enjoy this movie. This movie, I have only thought about one part of this movie for the last three weeks. Oh, what's that? The babies. The babies falling from the building. Oh, Jesus Christ! This movie was Why? so. The this the CGI was bad, and I don't care what they say because, like, fine, then make this make the CGI in the Speed Force bad and like a specific like way, but everything else needs to be much better. This this movie across the board was bad. I knew exactly who pushed him out of the timeline. It was him. Like, I got I got that. Oh, see, so yeah, these are things I don't catch until that like, always. But that of- but that's a Flash thing. That all it's oh. all it, in the end. It's always a different version of the Flash. Oh, you know, see, in a lot of more ways. More stamps than I do. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. uh, so there's that. Um, the, the all of it was bad. I totally agree with you that this movie was offensive on so many levels. Um, I was like, why is Flash in my Batman Supergirl movie? Like that. Those were the <laughs> Get, most entertaining parts. Yeah. Um, I just thought that he was so not charming as Miller. As both Flash versions, they, I don't think his not. Flash characters, his uh, his his Wally or whatever um, characters were consistent across the board. Um, I think they were very inconsistent the way he played each one of them. Like it, whatever. Um, I all, but I do think that this I this this movie helps Ben Affleck bump up my Batman list for sure. Get on my get on my team, Ryan. Team Batfleck. <laughs> um, I I just thought this movie from every aspect was just like really bad. I also like the Keaton stuff, the recluse type of Batman. Like we've seen it before. I wanted a different type of like 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 type of Batman, if you will, like like future Batman. Um, one thing that this movie does not do is it. I don't understand how the Flash is so obsessed. With either saving his mom or freeing his dad, never once do they talk about what the fuck happened to his mom. Never yeah. once. Wouldn't you want to? F- right. Like, I don't know, and I never yeah. read any comics, so I still I, don't know. Yeah, like, like there are different versions. Them? No, okay. it's usually like the reverse Flash and stuff like that. But like, oh, they, it's always Flash. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's always Flash. But they, it's just like it's so 
Like, that's crazy to me. I thought that all, it was so fan servicey. The only part of the movie where I genuinely laughed and enjoyed it was when they talk about, um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future and Top Gun and Footloose yes. and all. Like, that, that stuff was great. Was, oh, and that's the MCU stuff. Agreed. That's like the world building that they live in the world. It's not Gotham, it's New York. Like, it's yeah. our world, just slightly adjacent. And, and that, that's the stuff that worked. But uh, yeah. Ezra, their performance is just not, it just can't carry. No. You know, they're a good actor um, in the doses that we've seen. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, they they bring a lot to the Snyder Cut. Um, it, I don't even remember what the movie's well, called. Well, they're Justice great. Um, <laughs> they're great in that smaller part. And if I, if I used the wrong pronoun earlier, I don't remember what I said. I apologize. And you mostly um, did fine. Yeah, oh, on. okay. Um, but yeah, they're great when they're a side character. They, for my money, can't hold their own as the main character. No. And I think that, I don't know if it was their fault or if it was writing or whatnot or the directing, but quite frankly, this movie's, uh, the Flash character is so unbelievably disorganized and so unbelievably nerdy and however you want to define it i don't believe like a lot of the stuff that happens to him is like it's not it doesn't feel like realistic for an, a character in general even when he's like that the lasso of mo the lasso of truth moment when we get yeah. um gal gadot, gal gadot. Uh, gal gadot and um and he's like, I've never had sex or whatever it is. I'm like, I just like that may be true, but like that didn't like none of like. None. And then it does. And then that character is not the same character to me that is teaching the other Wally how to use the powers. Like, like, you know no. what I mean? No. Yeah, it, it was it was, I, you know, it's hard to separate to the controversy around this movie with what I'm watching when I'm sitting there watching it. I know, I know so much and it's good to have this context, but mm -hmm. it's really hard to know how much I wouldn't feel if I didn't know what went on and, and have a lot of hesitancy to let myself in. But I still wanted to see this movie because a bajillion people worked really hard on it. And I refused to let this like just go because yeah. of them. So, um, you know, I, I, but I really don't think it has to do with outside stuff. I just don't think that Ezra Miller carried. Agreed. Could carry it. Um, I would also like to throw into the ring the fact that this movie is a – this movie – Part of the main reason why I went to this movie, and it was in a lot of the sub-marketing for this movie, like in interviews and headlines, is that it was going to at least lead us a little bit into the new DCEU in terms of the end. And all yes. we got was really bad CGI cameos from – like Christopher Reeve and then really a, a, a Nicolas Cage Superman that never got made. And the idea that we're all in these different multiverses. One, right. I'm over multiverses unless you do it I really know. well at this it's point. Just the, it, they just got too late on this. I, I just was like, okay, so now what we're trying to say is that this is happening in this multiverse, but there are other multiverses. We already I, knew that. This was, there, and, yes. And there is a generation that I think the Reeve stuff really did work on if, if you are – of that age and you love the Reeves stuff. I love much. the Reeves stuff. I know. Stuff. And you love it too. It was, I think that the there is, CG was yeah. terrible. I know it was really terrible. And the Nicholas Cage thing is hysterical. Justin had to explain that to me, but in hindsight, hilarious. So yeah, I thought, 
I thought, and the kid that got to do the Lego thing, that was very funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, there were, there were bits that were like the Lego world where they fall into that. That was for a second. That was across oh, the Spider-Verse. Oh my God. It's all <laughs> uh, okay. So never mind. Um, but that was cool. And Spider-Verse. Um, it was great. So different, different. Yeah. I, I think we're multiversed out for sure. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I, how I, how I come back from, yeah. from that. No, this was bad. It makes also like I don't care about the DCU anymore until the new ones come out. Like we yeah, still have an Aquaman movie happens. coming out. I don't right. know where Blue Beetle falls anywhere. Like no, like thank I, you. I, Flash I, was not good. No, no. Flash. Uh, yeah. Shazam was not good. Oh, I, I still yeah. haven't seen the sequel. Um, I have seen parts, mm. so not um, great. Yeah, so Boo earns. Boo, sorry, Flash. No. Um. Okay. Uh, running through Spider Verse, which was the first thing that I saw in June, the most one of the recent thing that you saw. Well, um, no, I saw it indie f- most recently. Okay, but I saw so, them a day apart. So, do you have same. just some headline thoughts for Spider Verse? We will spoil this as well. Yeah. Um. So uh, I have a six for Marvel. I have six Spider Man oh, yeah, stamps because if we go to customs, we're just talking about like Marvel, like comic yeah, books stamp, i'm gonna i'm gonna please. get myself a six i don't know as much stuff as other people do yeah i mean i've seen the other movie uh and i've read a few a few spider-man comics uh where i got some references but this movie made me feel like i should have like one stamp to be honest because sure. i was like whoa if you're a massive fan in the of the comics i bet you had a great time getting all of these nuggets right. you, you didn't need to, i did not enjoy it because i no, didn't no, get no. those but i bet I was like, oh, it would be really cool if you were just like, which I'm sure some of our listeners are, just an mm-hmm. avid uh, fanatic for Spider-Man. So yeah. I'm going to say like two. <laughs> I saw uh, the other movie, so. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, this is a perfect film. Five stars. I have no notes. This was a blast from start to finish. The pacing was excellent. The character work was excellent. I felt like every moment of this two and a half hour movie was used to bring us to a certain place. Miles' relationship with his family, um, uh, Gwen's relationship with her father, their relationship to each other, their relationship to the other Spider people. Uh, Oscar Isaac's character, Spider-Man character, was spectacular. We still have so much more to learn. I cannot wait for the next movie next year if if it doesn't get delayed because of the writer's strike. I thought the twist was brilliant at the Great end. Great twist. I had goosebumps. We fi- we didn't we weren't ahead of the curve. We figured it out just as he was figuring it out. Yeah, and we same. loved it. That moment with his mom and he's revealing mm. everything and then like into Gwen outside. Like I got duped and I and I shouldn't have. I'm I'm upset I got duped because it was I so know. brilliant with the spider from a different like multiverse travel. I I the also using the spot as the villain and not like Green Goblin or your same old, same right. old. And changing the, changing its aesthetic uh, uh, animation throughout. Yes. Very cool. And all the animation aesthetics from the original Da Vinci Vulture to the end with Spot, as you mentioned. Gorgeous. Um, the Lego stuff, the, I mean, we got live action Toby and live action Andrew in this one. Like, Gotta include them. Gotta this, include Donald Glover. Do, oh yeah, Donald Glover is Prowler. Um, like, man, this, this yeah. movie was a grand slam. I didn't know how they can make this better than the first one. And I, I, I pre, I think this one's better than the first one. 
What about you? So I think the first one's still a touch better, only because this one, it's the nature of a sequel. It's yeah, just it's yeah. just a little overwhelming at times. Um it is gorgeous. I love that it starts with Gwen and ends with Gwen. Yeah, me too. I loved the twist. Uh, a lot of people did see that coming, but I certainly did not. I don't think mm-hmm. Justin did either. Um, there was so much meta-ness, which I loved. Maybe some people could think there would be too much, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, I, I, This is how you make a whole franchise, Sony, mm. out of nothing. Like, th- yes. they had nothing, and they killed it with the first and the second, and I'm sure the third. Like, this is how you do it. And I love, I loved Gwen in this. She's almost a response to what if Gwen doesn't fall to her death, because of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it feels like a direct reaction to this inescapable canon that we all know. So, um, yeah, I just loved it. I, uh, I, I this, the voiceover acting phenomenal. Yeah, really. By good. everyone. Um, I, I know my best friend, um, her son, who's a huge, huge, uh, Miguel, uh, Miles, uh, uh, yeah, Miguel, uh, fan. Um, the Oscar Isaac character yeah, uh-huh. didn't, and he's, uh, he's, he's less than 10 years old, but he did not appreciate the depiction being quite so much of a villain, but sure. I, so I will represent him too. Um, but no, I, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was great. And, yeah, uh, you know, Haley Steinfeld does such a good job with Glenn. Wonderful Jake Johnson, job. So good. And, Parker, and Daniel I'll, Kaluuya. Oh, spider punk. Hobie was amazing. Um, yep, Brian Tyree, I, always great. Wonderful. And I really – I expected this movie to end with one of his um, parents dying or and then him having to change. Like my my expectation for the end of this movie, just because I'm so used to movies nowadays, just like painting by number, this yeah. one just like totally subverted my expectations for how this would so end. Creative. And what the yeah. cliffhanger would actually be. And boy, oh boy, was I all in on what they did. And I didn't here. even know it was part one. I'm, I'm probably stupid and I should have read oh, you that didn't? and heard it. But no, oh, I, I, was, I knew. Going in, I knew that this was a part one. I knew there was okay. a cliffhanger. I it knew we have to wait to till get next lo- year. Long, and I was like, they're not wrapping this up. There must be another. But yeah. yeah. Mm. It was like, a, it was sort of a yeah. lot of people's reaction to Dune. Um, yeah, fabulous. Must see. Must see. Also, I, I want to mention here, um, during this past month, I've become obsessed with the app Letterboxd. Um, it's a, oh, my God. Oh, it's about time, Brian. That is your thing. Where have um, you been? I know. So if you want to see all my rankings and ratings and stuff for movies, follow me. at just B- now doing Letterboxd. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Um, you can follow me at um, uh, uh, – what, what am I um, – I don't even know what my thing is. Um, BP five, two, seven. Um, I, my, I love this thing. I love letterbox. So yeah, I, I'm obsessed with it, Joanna. I put all my movies That's in there great. when I've seen them, all the, it's great. Anyway. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. can't believe you're just now getting into it. Um, all right. Can we squeeze in? We're running long. Can we squeeze in some secret invasion? Yeah, definitely. All right. So um, MCU, uh, passports. I'm a nine. I have, uh, you have a nine and I have eight. All right. Okay. How are you feeling about Secret Invasion thus far? We're two episodes in. Um, my honest answer is it's wildly boring. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate what it's doing. I understand what it's doing. Um, I think it makes if, – if we're going for like 
espionage thriller. I just want season two of Andor. Um, oh, I, I just find this a little Everyone bit boring. Everyone keeps saying Andor in the same sentence as Secret Invasion because it's a comparison, and like we just can't do that. Andor is so good. Uh, I yes, know. I know. But, I just. I, but you're saying you just want more Andor. I'm just. I'm a little bored. I needed to pick up a little bit more. Um, I already mm-hmm. kind of know where it's going halfway, like a little bit. Like a lot of it was spoiled from the second episode. And the trailers, I can put things together and at least I can spoil. Oh. I know the next episode or two or I don't know how far in they're going to go, but I, I know something that's going to happen and I'm, I'm happy to spoil it here if you want. No, I don't because okay. what little what little I don't know, I should yeah. I shouldn't um, help me enjoy the show. Sure. I think the performances are fine. Um, I'm, 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 episode two is way better than episode one. Yes, a marked improvement for sure. Um, yeah, um, I I'm always really upset when they kill characters in the TV shows. I feel like they they kill second rate. They kill characters on the TV shows, which feel second rate in order to You're make sure about that they're I'm talking about Maria Hill to make everything seem important, and that's a bummer. Well, it's a little bit of fridging as well. It's, uh, I, I, was, I don't I was know just how about we're to supposed say to that. feel about. Yeah, I don't know how we're supposed to feel about that death. Also, that scene with her mother in this past episode was. One of the and these are two very talented actors. I don't know what was going on in that scene. It was almost unwatchable. The accent um, too. What accent well, yeah, did she have? She's she. I think she's Irish or British. Um, um, so Ra- that was yeah. It was just that she's a very um, talented actress. Um, this is. I just want to say one last thing before I pass it to yeah. you. The only thing that I'll say is. I think that the MCU is doing too much right now. They got us all hyped up on multiverse and Kang and all of that stuff. And we had some scroll stuff sprinkled in already, but I feel like they're doing scroll secret invasion as an obligation to the comic books, as opposed to doing it when it felt like an appropriate thing to do. And, 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 um, and, um, I just feel like we're on this tangent in the MCU right now, and I know we're getting a secret war movie, and we're getting a Kang movie may, eventually, maybe, who knows. But like, my issue right now is that it just feels like we're doing way too much, and the beards are terrible. The oh, fake the beards. beards are terrible. Just shave already. The end. Okay. So um, I'll just run through my notes here. I know we're running long. That's okay. I, I think, thank God for Samuel L. Jackson, because I really do appreciate him being back. Some characters that we know. Um, The tone is, this is just a really hard premise. The tone is weird, but this is also a really hard premise because when you're dealing with shape-shifting, it's almost like the faceless man in Game of Thrones. It's like, what if they're a scroll? And unless you do it very, like, purposefully throughout, you're always going to, like, it's like a twist that, keeps on knowing Twisting. i don't know how to describe it it's, it's like but what if they're not them and they're a scroll well, like, it's like speaking of mission impossible it's overusing the masks in the mission face, impossible right exactly like, once you use so, it once it's spent it's not fun the second fourth and, and then we're just thinking time. the whole time well they might be a, like i think roadie i kind of think roadie might be a scroll now because yeah. based on how that conversation went but it's like what do i just think the whole thing it's like well maybe they're not themselves um I, I actually laugh out loud when they have to cut away sometimes to save money to not do a CGI oh, transformation. It was well, so funny in the that, first episode. And in the first – when when um when Samuel L. Jackson comes down to Earth, the spaceship's taking off behind him. Like, yes. like so you're behind the camera so you so can't you see, it. see it. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just, and we've gotten to know the MCU. And I, I think they are going to slow down because, again, new, new leadership at Disney – I think this is the first MCU show in a bit. Um, so I think it's slowing down, but they have a they have a lot to figure out. Um, I'm curious, you know, this the refugee of it all 
they tried this in Falcon. They do it in New Asgard. It doesn't always work. I, I'm just curious how they're going to handle this. It's just that this they have to talk about this again. Yeah, it has a um, lot of similar themes in terms of minorities in terms of um and how they're treated and 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 immigration and and all of that yeah. with uh winter uh and all i can say you know, is falcon winter Soldier in modern in modern and in, in our society like we as a country are better with certain immigrants than others that's just the ugly truth and mm-hmm. so new asgard is not going to bother the government the way that these aliens are mm-hmm. so um yeah i think there's that's how I explain it away. Um, the Gaia thing was weird. He, she didn't know her mom died. Like, really? Uh, I did love when Amelia Clark was like, the longer you stay as, as the face, the more convincing you are. I'm like, great. So we're not going to see Amelia Clark as a scroll. That's great. We, we're we, see I'm sure we will at some point, maybe. I mean, it's fine. Um, I The Hill Death, I, I, I just wish I knew her a bit more. And I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about it. So that was weird. Uh, yeah. And you're, I, I don't do know. like Olivia Coleman. I think oh, I this was a good episode her. for her. Agreed, She's always agreed. great. Yes. And I and I the only I think does you think that Nick's uh, two more things. Do you think that Nick's Nick knows his wife is a scroll? Yes. She okay. was at the beginning of this episode. She was the one who introduced him to um uh she was the scroll at the beginning who introduced him to whatever the character Gatwick. Gavrick. Gav Gav Gavik. Gravic, Gravic, uh, Gravic, Gravic. She's the one um, who introduced him to Gravic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I okay, think so. I he think, knows his own wife is a scroll. I think the point is that he goes home to a scroll yes. woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and he talks about he's like I've seen I've seen good looking scrolls and you're not one. So we know. Yeah, next, yeah. Next I, I, on scrolls totally. Um, and then I just think sometimes with especially the second episode. It would be who of some people if they want to watch the MCU in chronological order, which I did not do. I did order of release because I bet it would be cool to like see the progression. And I got confused about what time we're in and oh, wait, this is Captain Marvel. So this is like before everything and like how long, how much time has passed. Mm -hmm. It was just I was just a little bit like, where are we? When was this? How Mm -hmm. long has this been going on? Um, how long have, has this, cause this invasion has obviously been like the entire MCU now, mm-hmm. which I know is obvious maybe to you, but I was like, Oh snap, not literally, but I was like, Oh <laughs> man, they've been there this whole, since Iron Man, like this is old. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes. I think Samuel Jackson is the saving, the savior that makes this the most yeah. enjoyable, but I agree. I need. I need to see. Uh, I got questions. Yeah, um, there are two spoilers that I've seen floating around, which are interesting to me. So I'm wa- I'm li- I'm waiting on those. Um, but I, I'm not I'm not like yes, it's Wednesday. I'm just like oh, we got to watch Secret Invasion today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. And maybe it's because we've seen a lot lately, or maybe it's because I'm just watching a lot of Below Deck. But it just it's not top of mind. Yeah, I, yeah. But I know it's I know it's not it's not fatigue. Like when Loki season two is back, I'm gonna be like Wednesdays. Agreed. Agreed. Me. Totally. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts about any of this June, this magical June so much? Uh, I would rank them in order. Um, uh, Spider-Verse at the top, then Indie Dial of Destiny, then um, Secret Invasion, and then The Flash. Uh, I would agree. 
Uh, I would definitely agree. Yes. Cool. I was just I was just running through. Do you want to talk a little bit about what's in July? Yeah. So when we hit you back up at the end of July, beginning of August, um, we will definitely be talking about more the rest of Secret Invasion, um, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. The Barbie yes. movie and Oppenheimer. Those are be our four main ones. And then we'll sprinkle in some of the other stuff that may come out, news and stuff like some that. Some news, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, nerds, how very Dostoevsky. We hope you had as much fun as we had, and we hope that you'll join us next time in another big corner of the nerdverse. As a small universe in a multiverse of other nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow, so be sure you're subscribed to the nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. Thank you so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, they're like snakes. No, they're not. (laughs) 